You're listening to It's Not a Show with Tara Francisco and Rance Rizzuto. They're usually performers, but today they're just pals. And it's not a show. Hey! Well, well, well. Hi, we did a surprise podcast tonight because Rance and I have been having... Uh, hi, I'm Tara. Hi, I'm Rance Rizzuto. Okay, cool. We Now that we got that out of the way, we've been having so much fun doing this podcast. It, although I will say for the record, it's it's not a show. No, it's not a show. It's it's just a podcast from two yeah. people who, who are talking to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just talking to each other. And I'll tell you what, we had we've recorded so many of these now, you wouldn't believe it. And we've had our first live episode, which happened last night. It was so fun that we thought we'd do it again. We had nothing planned to do it. And then we thought, let's just do it and turn it on and see what happens. Is that fun? I don't know. Yeah. Here we are. Hey, if you're here and you're a live streaming uh, viewer, feel free to comment and just say hi. No pressure. Hi. No pressure. Just hi in the comments so we know that you're here. We have this running on multiple platforms, so not all of you can see each other, but we can see all of you. So please make yourself known uh, for the fun tonight. Hey, here's what's going to happen. Rance and I... Uh, Boy, we've just been having the greatest time having these ridiculous conversations. Yeah, Rance? Yeah, we totally have been. Uh, guess what? It was a very fun first episode. Uh, we had five questions. We've uh, that was like, I, I think we're I think we're narrowing down to three. Three is like probably the magic number, dare I say, uh, <laughs> that we'll probably be doing tonight. Maybe, maybe less. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? Who can say? Last night in the live episode, I know we actually, I think we did. Si- what we do five six we do five we do five we do five you're right five mm-hmm. so yes in the recorded episodes we do three sometimes two but on the live episode we're gonna go hard so everyone in our streaming comments can also weigh in and tell us what they think about the question that's important all yeah. these questions have been submitted by people from everywhere i mean we've had we had a question from new york we've had a question from utah we've had a question from columbus we've had a question from new zealand today New Zealand. Uh, we have questions from all over the place, and I'm excited about that. So I'll always tell you who contributed the question and where they're from. That's fun. And then you'll hear Rance and I just blather on about what we think about the question. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. Uh, we gave a shout out. Uh, a lot of our episodes uh, each have a title, and it's all the things we talk about in an episode. I do want to encourage people, if you hear something that inspires you tonight, A, comment when you hear it and let us know how where you stand on the issue so we can address it right away. If you have fan art about anything that comes up during this episode, please submit it. There'll be an oh. email link. Uh, we've seen incredible fan art so far, and I got to tell you, it it's just the best part, I think, maybe. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah about all the quandaries that come up for us to dissect. But again, this isn't a show. This It's not a show. Uh, Rance and I are professional performers. Yes, we often do comedic shows. Yes, we travel all over the world and get to meet awesome people. Yes. But during this time, it's not a show. No, it's not a show. This time it's just us talking and uh, looking at some questions that, uh, that that people have provided for us to discuss about. Yeah, for anyone that needs context on that, we had a lot of people submit questions uh, on Friday, uh, Friday, July. Oh, it's August. It's August now. Hi, everyone. Uh, We had people submit questions a few days ago. And um, I'll tell you what, in two hours, we got 245 questions for the podcast. 
either people at home are just real excited about hearing us yammer on or they're bored or both. And I, I just, am, I'm just couldn't be happier. It's going to happen through this vehicle. Yeah. Right. Rance. I'm excited. I'm super yeah. excited. Me too. Um, I think since we know that we have a description of the podcast and everyone knows what they're listening to. Yes. A couple of pals and pals that are a couple that are discussing ridiculous things. We again, can't encourage you enough to weigh in when you hear a question we yeah. might on the big board for anyone that's watching the live stream. If you're listening to this as a podcast, we'll try our best to describe it so you can still enjoy it at a later date. It's, it's the way to go, you know, like they're, they're both fun. Uh, but like, this is definitely this, uh, if I'm just going, uh, if this is the, the first theoretical question of the day, I prefer this version because people can, can weigh in right away. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. Rance is on board with this and I'll tell you what, uh, either way, it's been really fun so far. So we're excited about that. Uh, glad you're here. See some super fans that still are remember the content of the first episode, mm-hmm. which I'm very excited about, but here we go. We have we have more to do. We have more to do. These questions, by the way, for anyone joining us for the very first time, should not have a definitive answer. Mm-hmm. They're all opinion based and completely subjective. That's the fun of it is that we can argue. And as we said in episode one, I believe, Rance, mm-hmm. let's get our dumb, angry arguments out here so we can better serve the world at large when it's our time to do so. <laughs> yeah, this is a place to be like making some uh, definitive statements. Maybe blowing off a little bit of steam. Yeah. Um, so that we're like more cool headed and, but also more ready for battle. Yeah, exactly. We've got to be ready for battle. So let's get out our aggression right here. Keep mm-hmm. it clean. Let's have a great fight. Let's, let's, let's think and think and think. And yeah, feel free to weigh in. We're going to go with question number one, Rance, unless you have anything else to say to the, uh, to the listeners or viewers. No way. Let's dig in. Okay, here we go. Question number one of tonight. From Stephen Sludzinski, mm. Chicago, Illinois. Hi, Stephen. Stephen asks, how would purple taste? How would purple taste? How would purple taste? Well, I mean, really, like, how would any color taste? Like, there's no there's no taste of color. The closest you get to a color having a taste is orange. And that's if you consider that you're eating an orange and not just eating the color orange. Very sly. That's a fair call. I mean, like, yeah, orange is the only one. Well, lemon is lemon colored. I mean, if, now here's a question. Was lemon the color yellow pre a lemon? Hmm. Think on it. Think well, on yellow it. and then there's lemon yellow. Hey, what are you snacking on there? Are you snacking oh, I, on me? I've just got a couple Sour Patch Kids. Are any of them lemon? People? I do. I got one in there. Okay, good. Okay, tell uh, me. What do you think? Well, I think that lemon yellow is a version, is like, Whatever, whatever makes yellow, like let's go old school, whatever they put in paint to make it yellow. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Like, I know there's like cadmium red and titanium white. Uh-huh. So I assume that there's a something yellow. Uh-huh. I just think that like whatever that is, the defined yellow, lemon yellow is a little bit brighter. So they defined it to the fruit. Okay. But I, I think that like, I mean, like, take a go open your mouth by a light bulb because, like, all the light coming from there is basically the spectrum that would break down into there. Time out. Time out. Did you just give everyone the advice of go open your mouth by a light bulb? Yeah. What does that mean? Do you mean actually put your mouth near a light bulb and just be like, taste those colors? No, I mean, like, 
I got a light right now. So like, oh, that's light coming in there. And, <laughs> and uh, if you had a prism up, it would divide it into uh, red, yellow, orange, um, blue, green, indigo, violet. Uh -huh. Purple is essentially there. So you, you're tasting all the colors at the same time. In a way. In a way, yeah, I guess so. I guess that's right. In a way. Uh, but I, 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 I still think I'm struggling with, the, I, I mean, I, I, I follow, I follow. I'm still struggling though with the idea of tasting a prism of color yeah. rather than like a thing that is a color. Oh, that's, but that's my fault. I'm hearing it now. In my head, I think I, I haven't looked at the comments yet. I'm going to get there, everybody, just to make sure that I'm not missing anything hot. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I would reckon a lot of people here, since the, the, the question, the color in question is purple. I feel like a lot of people are going to immediately go to things like grape bubble yum or like crush soda or per, like purple, artificial purple things. Yeah. You've been programmed. <laughs> what did you say? You've been programmed? Yeah. You've been programmed. Because we now think that purple is like very, we think it's sugar. Yeah. And it's probably not like if I want to, but here's what I was going to say. If I want to eat a violet, like a violet plant, mm -hmm. like a, a, a tiny flower that's purple, it's going to taste like a flower. So how do I get to the intensity of what the color actually tastes like? We got to really boil it down into yeah. what the purple feels like enough to be able to taste it. Yeah. And just because something is purple doesn't mean that that's what purple tastes like. That's what, that's where like, if it's a purple flower or a purple grape, they're going to taste different because one's going to taste like a flower and one's going to taste like a grape. That's right. Now, it tastes like the carrier of the purple, which is what a lot of people are saying. Like Katie wrote in, a listener wrote in and said, purple is what artificial grape tastes like. We also have another person that said grape soda. It's definitely not grape or soda. It tastes purple, which I think, again, is that's, that's what they want you to think. That's what they want you to think. You've been programmed. I know. People are. That's what people are. are they feel it. They feel it. It doesn't uh, taste like grape and it doesn't taste like purple. It tastes like corn syrup or it tastes like sugar or it tastes like, it's just like blue raspberry. doesn't taste like raspberry. Raspberry does not taste like a raspberry. It tastes like sour. I don't know what it tastes like. Sour, what? Tar it's tart. But it's not a raspberry at all. It doesn't taste like a raspberry at all. Yeah. I'm not buying that. It I'm so, not buying that it has a flavor at all. It's like saying, it's like, here, listen to this word, everyone. Uh, rambunctious. What does that smell like? Like, like you're trying to define a thing that doesn't have a way of being defined by the thing, unless you're in the room with me and then you're not smelling the word, you're smelling my breath. Rance, that's the fun of this. We're trying to get like, we're trying to get metaphorical here and figure out what it could taste like. Now, for like, for instance, uh, maybe different purples smell different ways or taste different ways okay which is uh, someone just wrote that in as well that's Im that's important uh this is a this is a great thought right here i think purple from michael i think purple has to be a chalky pasty kind of richness as if you expected juiciness and had some magnificent disappointment okay now look here's what i think is happening with michael okay i feel like michael's going through like an emperor's new clothes thing where you've now put royalty into purple which yep. is fair. And then that luxuriousness of royalty and the downset of what we often think of as royalty, which is like a hierarchy with power that shouldn't have it, is now tainting your idea of what purple is. That's a human hand. I don't know. I'll tell you what it I'll tell you what it tastes like. Milkshakes. Rants. It Rants. does. 
Why? Because otherwise Grimace wouldn't be the, the embodiment of milkshakes at, at McDonald's. You need to go 10 steps back because I have no idea. Is he supposed to be a milkshake? Yeah. Grimace is like in the McDonald's characters from back when there was a character for like every types of food. There was, except for Ron McDonald, who was just like the mascot. But then there were the Fry Guys. Fries. Hamburglar. Hamburgers. Mary McCheese. Cheeseburger. Mm -hmm. uh, there was some like pirate who was like, he represented the filet of fish. There was? And uh, Wait, yeah, like, there was, was like, sink out of the sink out of the picture, and no one knows who that pirate was. Now? Yeah. And Grimace, oh. look, think of what Grimace looks like. Grimace is a shake. Grimace is like the like blob of ice cream. And he's purple. So that's got to be what it tastes like. Purple tastes like. Grimace milk. is not, I don't think. Grimace looks like a milkshake by any stretch of the imagination. He looks like an upside down, like potato shape or like a gourd. Isn't he like kind of shaped like this? Dump a milkshake out and see what it's shaped like as it's falling from cup to the table. <laughs> you are taking major liberties here. Major liberties. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're just joining us, the question again is, what do you think purple tastes like? We're debating hard against the fact that it's a sugared grape cola. And we're trying to untether that and look more at the independent facts of what purple could be. I think that Michael, our our streamer, is on to something. Um, because a lot of people think grape jelly, grape soda, grape like sugared things, but everyone's now everyone's oh way to way to step out of the matrix, uh, viewer. Someone said I'm willing to admit I'm being programmed. See, this is now this is more exciting. Purple tastes like Saturday. That's what I like to hear is let's okay. get we're going to get weird. Let's go all the way. I'll buy that. Purple tastes like Saturday. Uh, here's some here's some facts. Well, the color on the color spectrum has very short waves. So I would think the taste would be the taste that left your mouth quickly. This is an incredible answer. Hmm. hmm. Well, then it's... Uh, then it is sugar. Because sugar, like, you know, you have... You, if you have, like, something sweet, and then you have something else sweet right after it, you can't taste the second one. Yeah. Crap, it tastes like grape soda. You're back to the middle, you're back to the beginning? Yeah. You're you you're a sheep. You've been programmed. Yeah. <laughs> we have other we have other votes, just everyone listening at home. We have purple tastes like space. This is an incredible idea again. It's like a I can I can feel that. Like when you look when you look to space, there's an there's a, a darkness and kind of a royal purpleness to it. So I I don't know what space tastes like, but I assume it's the air quality floating in the atmosphere. I want you to know, Rance, that you were being supported in the pirate theme of McDonald's, and yeah. that his name was Captain Crook. Yeah, there you go. Thank you, Wesley Smith, uh, streaming in to join us and say that Captain Crook is the name of that pirate. And what was he representing? The fish? Filet of fish? Filet of fish. It was like when the filet of fish came out, they were still heavy, heavy into the mascots, so they threw a Stupid pirate, Captain Crook. <laughs> Take that, Captain Crook. I don't know why they were into like like the Hamburglar and Captain Crook. I would imagine work together, and mm -hmm. I feel like there was a uh, I feel like there was a police officer too. That was a cheeseburger headed one, not Mayor McCheese, but uh, Big Mac. There we go, Big Mac. 
Big Mac was a cop. Yeah. On the uh, it says on the, the stream. Uh, additionally, you have some people that are buying into this grimace idea that grimace is a milkshake. Yeah, because it's it's what it's what he is. No, I'm sorry. I mean that that like grimace is the taste of purple, which I think is. Yeah. Everything is bizarre. Wait, wait, wait. Grimace isn't the taste of purple. Milkshake is the taste of purple. I, I can't get my mind around that because think that all I can think of is a grape milkshake. I know that you're not saying it's grape. I'm just saying my brain makes it a grape soda milkshake, and that is incredibly uncomfortable. No. Like yeah. here's and here's the uh here's the clincher. When they do commercials for the what's the what's the St. Patrick's Day? Um the shamrock shake shamrock shake i knew it wasn't mint but there i think they've done it where there's a green grimace to represent the green uh thing and i think that they made grimace here's this is just my this is my guess i think they made grimace purple because if they made him white like a vanilla shake he would have looked like a creep a, a weird ghost and if they would have made him brown like a chocolate shake he would have like a, looked like a potato or a turd so they had to go with some like other colorful color. And that's why I look, this conversation is incredibly enlightening, but I definitely think we're off the path of what does purple taste like only because unless your definitive answer is always a milkshake because of the Ronald McDonald corporation. I think there's gotta be other answers besides the thing that Ray Kroc made you believe when you were an eight year old. Uh, let's check this out. Check out your, check out your screen, Tara from the McDonald's wiki fandom. Originally, Grimace was the evil Grimace with two pairs of arms, which to steal milkshakes. This I did not know. Whoa! I always wondered why his name was Grimace and why he was friendly. Great job, streamers. Oh, yeah. So they like made it. They made him more friendly <laughs> along the yeah. line. I was like, it's too much. It's too much. What's this weird? Oh, Birdie. Oh, I remember Birdie. Breakfast. She had aviator, like hat. The, right? the breakfast plate with pancakes that's what birdie was about remember birdie birdie definitely had the spirit of like the kids meal yeah she was like fun and little and sprightly uh that's incredible we're going way too i i, I stand my ground here and say mm. too much mcdonald's talk although I, i'm interested in the mcdonald's talk it's still not the purple question i'm just representing yeah that wrote us i feel like the purple question is like far too open and subjective and uh, and the McDonald's talk is only to prove that purple tastes like milkshakes. <laughs> <laughs> we have the answer. Look, that's the thing. I'm sure there's better answers. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Nope. I take it back. I'm taking it back. Because everything you think about that's metaphorical or metaphysical about the property of a color is going to be the thing you attach with it with sight or taste. Right? Yeah. Like, that's the, that's the struggle. This is an interesting conversation to me because... It's like when you try to describe a color to someone that cannot is is not able to see, and then you start being like, "It's warm. It's it it's like love." And then they're like, "Oh, okay, red. You're describing a thing that that people have coupled with it, like Valentine's Day." But that doesn't mean that that's what red's like. Yeah. Right. It's like we we attach these emotional things to color, and then we we say that's how they feel or taste, when really, I don't know. Maybe maybe purple's a milkshake. For sure it's a milkshake. Purple tastes like milkshakes. <laughs> this is like, I, I just wouldn't have ever, I wouldn't have ever gone down this path of, of that. I would have never. I would have never. Now you know. If anyone in the comments wants to weigh in on what they think purple is like, what's purple taste like? 
I like I like specifically, I guess it is taste. What does purple taste like? It's not what, what does purple make you feel. It's not what does purple sound like. What I mean, so, what's red milk should smell like? It's, it's the same thing as like. I know. Hard. Hard to like uncouple it from our senses. Yeah. The taste is a sense, but you understand what I mean? That we've like, we've made purple. For instance, when I see the purple of Grimace or that shade of purple, Barney purple, we'll call it as well. I smell I like right away smell grape bubble yum. Oh yeah. Like my childhood is coupled with like, I loved grape bubble yum. I don't like it now. Well, I might like it. Okay. I don't like fake grape that much, but I, as a kid mwah. and my dad used to make me throw out, like he'd be like, throw it out like, immediately when I started chewing it. And I loved it so much, but I don't know that. I don't know that that taste is anywhere in real life. Yeah. Same for me. It's like great big league chew. Yeah. 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 That's good. That's like a childhood dream, I think. Here's an interesting thing to think about is uh I I, I think this is what's I think it's called synesthesia where you're like I have it. I have it. What is it? Not the kind that you're talking about. So synesthesia is a number of things where like if I if I uh you can like when you smell something you couple it with a a note on the musical scale yes. or or a color or whatever it might be. I have the kind that you can have synesthesia where like if you see someone else get hurt it, you feel it like in your body you're like it feels like a tuning fork goes off. Okay. There's different versions of it, but the one that you're talking about is probably the one that like I smell a color. Yeah, like didn't you have a, a student that was like what what color is your name? Yes. Okay, cool. So like that there might be someone who like who like could taste like when if they see purple, it automatically makes them think of a taste without yeah. them being like, I had a I ate a purple thing and it reminds me of it. Uh, just like some people can like when they hear sounds, they see a, a visual representation of in light or something like that. Yeah. Was that I, you? You really took me back. Was that student in Chicago? I think it was. I, it was it was definitely Chicago and it was uh during intensive i think i had a student everyone this is just a fun story where we were like saying names and she was like i'm sorry if i'm distracted i can see the colors of your names while everyone talks and she wasn't in any way like disruptive at all she just we were all like please tell us exactly what color you see when you when you hear our names or whatever and she would tell us or she'd watch a scene and be like that was orange it was the best it was the best uh and it didn't i'm not saying that this is a fabricated um syndrome but it was interesting. I think she's the first person I ever met that had it. And you could see her kind of just like processing differently. It was so cool and weird. That was great. I forgot all about that. That's cool. Yeah. Eric, uh, Eric says number numbers have colors. Uh, Katie says I hear in colors. Whoa. I've seen a thing about someone who actually does for uh, four numbers. It made them visualize a specific shape and some, I think a color. And to the point where they tested this person, they kept on showing numbers and he would, draw it and then when they went back and compared notes he was indeed drawing the same shape for the for the same numbers and this is after tons of random testing so he really they were like do you do you really see it (laughs) wow wow i i we have some uh some lovely uh people writing in that say uh one of our twitch streamers says scratch Mm. that perfectly buttered popcorn is purple and then backs it up with like, this is my experience in a movie theater and this is how it feels. And that is purple to me. But I just like, I just, it's basically like an art interpretation at this point. Yeah. Do you feel this that? Is, this is definitely one also where it's like, you know, whatever, whatever it is to you is what it is to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not like a hard definitive, uh, like, no, a hot dog is not a taco. 
It's not like that. <laughs> no, the ones that we have tonight, there, there is an either or. So just know that's coming. But we have three fun questions that are a little bit more obtuse. Two of them are more obtuse, kind of on purpose, just so we can get into like weird talks. You want to hear number two? Yeah, I love number two. Here we go. Uh, number two is, oh, this is great. This is from Eric Myers. Uh, thank you for this submitting this question. How do you define a sport by Eric Myers? Oh, question. And this is going to lead to a lot of debate, I think. Yeah. I think. Who knows? How do you define a sport? And then we'll talk further once we start talking about it. How about that? Well, I, I, I know all the counter debates, so I'm trying to like think in my head. <laughs> well, why don't you vocalize those since there's a podcast? Well, there's, there's some that would say sport has to have, uh, a team and then, uh, they would say, what about golf? And then you'd be like, okay, well, a uh, sport, uh, involves a ball and then people will say what about NASCAR uh, or uh, like just think about like a sport is probably anything Here you go. I, I want to say uh, if, uh, where you where you compete for a prize <laughs> oh, interesting so for you a sport needs to have a competition element let yeah. me ask this since since you mentioned NASCAR already which I think people would would basically be like, what about NASCAR? What about video games, for example? Like esports. I mean, we can all we can all say like we all know definitively, like rugby's a sport, softball's a sport, football's a sport, like mm -hmm. all the balls. All the balls. All the balls. All the balls. Although would you say pool is a sport? Would I say what? Billiards. Yeah. Great. Would you say that uh would you say that theater is a sport? Here he goes. He's thinking. I made him well, think. I mean, like, I wouldn't say theater is a sport, but I would say there is theater that is a sport. What does that What does that mean? What do like you comedy, sports, the improv show. Oh, like where there is a competitive element. There's a competitive element. What but like, it, what if it's like straight, like a straight theater where we're like we're doing Tennessee, you know, we're, we're doing we're doing like no. tonight. You don't think that's a sport? No, because that is your entertaining and uh, a prize, and you may get a, a, an award. What about the fact that one would have to, in typical circumstances, audition for a part? Doesn't matter. That's that's a that's a competition. Then then all jobs are a sport. Exactly. Would you say that's fair or not fair? No, I don't think so. Okay, so here's the deal. I'm gonna put some comments on the comments on the wall. I haven't looked at these yet, but I'll just I'll go for some. Okay. We have a comment that if you sweat, it is a sport. This is a great I, this is a great call, and I think this is the classic interpretation of a sport. However, I think that sport is much wider than that now, because Sorry. of like NASCAR. You could sweat in a car, but like NASCAR, I could I would bet it, like racing would be like there's a lot of like you're going speeds and you're doing like you get sweaty in there, but like if it's something like darts. Yeah, darts, billiards, maybe bowling. I mean, bowling is like, it's active, but it's not necessarily sweaty. You yeah. know what I mean? There's breaks. And I, <laughs> there's got to be other examples of this. But like, would like competitive eating be a sport? Yeah. Do you sweat? I guess you could. How about this? If you compete for something, if the, if, 
if you're if you're competing for something, if you're competing to win, and it's uh, spectated, mm-hmm. it's a sport. Okay, but wait. So so some people are saying uh, someone said a sport must be muddy. Definitely not true. No, can be. Definitely not true. Like like court volleyball isn't muddy at all. Yeah, how about NBA basketball? Yeah, NBA basketball is not funny. How dare you say this? Uh, physical exertion and competition is another streamer's comment. This is this is true-ish, but like I don't think it necessarily has to be physical exertion. I mean, in in the updated version of sports, if esports are a sport, then there's no physical exertion inside an esport. Physical. Uh, no dexterity, physical mastery. Like if you're playing yeah. an esport, you have to know how to hit the buttons, and that you've practiced some sort of like uh, muscle memory to do that. If you're doing darts, you've practiced doing this thing. Not, I wouldn't call it exertion, but I'd call it like mastery. Okay. Uh, someone asked, "Is gymnastics a sport?" Yes, of course it is. One thousand percent. Yes, gymnastics. Yes. Yeah. Why would gymnastics not be a sport? Tumbling? Yeah, that's like the one of the hardest sports, I'd say. You're not competing. I mean, like you could say individual sports, for instance, like gymnastics has the same quality to me as golf, which is like I'm playing for me and my like my uh, I'm trying to excel for myself, probably in most in most um, singular sports. But yeah, this is definitely a sport, I think. If it's how about this? Good rule of thumb is if it's in the Olympics, it's it's is a good it's like it's your guide guiding force, you know. Like if they put it in there, they've probably weighed on it. Like I know that Taekwondo took a long time to get in the Olympics. Yeah. And finally it did. So so like was a sport, wasn't it? If it makes it to the Olympics, some it's not just like they're just throwing random crap in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, another writer says theater is not a sport, but you can get a varsity letter in it. This is actually what made me reconsider. Like when I was in high school, we did not get letters for theater. We only got letters for sports, Mm -hmm. meaning athletic competitions. Um, however, then I think the band, I wasn't in band, but I think band started getting letters because band could be marching band. So they would maybe start lettering. And then I think it started trickling down to the arts because people were like, well, if they're going to get a letter, then why wouldn't everyone get a letter? Choir, speech. Does speech get a letter? I think they did in my school. Like choir didn't in mine. Speech didn't in mine. It was only athletic stuff. But I think that's changed. I mean, I think that's changed generally since I've been out of high school. I don't think that's typical anymore. Yeah. Some people were arguing that things like darts are a game and not a sport. Darts is a game, but basketball is a game. If uh, if you, but then if it elevates to play it in a competitive level, then it becomes a sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, so while you might play the game of darts, it's mm-hmm. a sport that is played. Mm-hmm. 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 People are arguing that esports aren't a sport, but it's right there in the name. It's in the name. Look, esports. It's in the actual name. It's. I mean, I would. I would. If you have five people versus five people playing the same game against each other and one of them wins and they're surrounded by a crowd of people, that's a sport. Yeah, but then could you argue that for like a board game? Couldn't a board game be a sport? If a board game has, let's say Monopoly, has four people gathered around the table playing win and they have a crowd of people watching them. Yeah, I think that there's like like Scrabble tournaments where people would have an audience. Yeah. Or chess. 
chess definitely has an audience. Yeah. But there's no physical exertion. There's only stress. What if it's this? What if a sport is something that has adrenaline or stress in it, not necessarily physical exertion? Because that would qualify a lot of these things to be sports. Sure. I'm just thinking outside of the box. I don't I don't particularly think that theater is a sport or like these things that are. I don't think theater is a sport because it's like it's it's. Theater is we're we're making a presentation and we're doing a, a thing and it's an, it's for an audience. But it's not like unless the play is some sort of sports themed play. Yeah. Well, the uh, the outcome is going to be how about this? And the outcome is varied depending on the skill of the competitors or the people playing like a play is always going to end pretty much the same if it's a play because we've rehearsed it and we've practiced it and there'll be little things, but those are accidents, not someone being like, uh, like imagine you're seeing Hamilton and it's like, no, this is a sport now. And then all of a sudden uh, <laughs> Hamilton shoots Burr instead. And it's like, you know what? I win. Uh, Wait, by that, by that description though, and not to get to, uh, not to get to inside baseball, wink, wink about this thing is improv a sport. Because what you're saying is when they go off, book and they'd make up more context or it changes there's physical exertion then is improv itself a sport because there is no script or jazz improv's more likely jazz is just random music it's just people not playing the notes it's does it doesn't count it's uh that's hates jazz y'all we need to know this fact about rants because it's jazz is fine but it's also not not the best uh the but in a, if it's a jazz quartet, they're not they're not like who who came out on top tonight? The drummer. There's yeah. no winner. They're just all they're random. Yes, they're in front of a crowd. Yes, but there's no like winner. There's no no one's winning. I mean, the winner is the audience. So what if you can argue that that's the winner? You can't. <laughs> How dare you? You don't get to say my arguments wrong. When you go on, go online, just rip and say everything's a sport. I don't think that's right. Let me see. Uh, we have a question. Does pro wrestling count as a sport since it's pre-planned? I think yes, because there's physical exertion. Yes, and it goes, and that goes like, uh, and even though it's pre-planned, there's a clear winner, and it's not like there's the same winner every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, Alex, think back to that match where. Um, it was supposed to be John Cena who won, but the ref called it that someone else landed and then other refs tried to clean it up. And then Vince McMahon came out and jumped on the jumped in the match and like tore both of his quads at the same time because it was supposed to be John Cena who won. But it messed up. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, but but yes, I, I, I think that there's no debate that wrestling is, is probably a, is a sport, even if preplanned or meditated. And I think that that's that's fair. But I do understand the context of the question, which is, you know, something with blocking. I mean, let's be honest, wrestling, pro wrestling and theater have a a lot in common. They have pre-blocked moves with someone in costume that probably makes physical movement across a stage which or a ring. So why are they not both a sport? Yeah. It's because one pre-blocks the things and does it. X amount of times per week, per per run. It's the same way each time. Whereas wrestling pre-blocks their thing and does it once. No, that's not true. Because what if you're like, what if you are a, uh, uh, I don't know. What, let's say you're, let's say you're not a 
amateur wrestler, but like you're in the, in the middle area and you're doing like backyard wrestling and you do many shows a week. Like we would do shows a week. So in that case, that's just theater. It's theater. <laughs> hard stance. I, here's what I really appreciate. Thank you for taking hard stances and not moving on them at all. Like grimaces and milkshake. Yeah. There's, uh, I think there's a lot of gray area here. And I think that, uh, I think a lot of sports are people playing games at a, at a competitive level. Mm-hmm. And I think that, I think that like a, a debate for me in my own head is a spelling bee. Is that a sport or is it like an, yeah. an academic? Or like choir, like you said earlier, we had someone ring in and say they had a choir letter. Um, but I, I think the same person that said esports are not a sport, they're a game, but you have a choir letter. Which is saying that choir is a sport. I don't think that's a fair. I don't know. I'm. I'm. St- I'm no, I don't think that if you can get a letter in it, it's a sport. I think if you get a letter in it, it means you, you got a let you. You were in something in high school. Then you should get a letter for being on like student council. That's fine. What I mean. Whipping out letters. He's just whipping out letters. I'm not saying that a letter should only be a sport. I'm just saying I think they're often coupled in our brains with sport. Yeah, like that's yeah. That's what we think. When we see a varsity jacket, we typically think of like, ooh, look at me. I'm like captain of the football team with my varsity letter. You don't think like, oh, I bet they debate the hell out of stuff. Yeah. That's why it's like, oh, what sport did you play? And there's a harp on your <laughs> in your sleeve. You did band. Time out. If you were in band and you were playing a harp in high school, ring in because I've got to talk to you. I can't imagine that. It has a harp. I don't know what it is, but I remember seeing like a harp. I know what you're talking about. I think it means, I think it means you're a, a oh, what's that called? Minaret, minaret or something like that. But I don't know what it, I don't know what you do. I do know this, not a majorette, a minaret. There's something, there's something different about it. However, if you played a harp, especially if you played a harp in a marching band, I've got to talk to you stat. I need to talk to you right away because I want to know how that happened. I wanted to know how that happened. Yeah. Yeah. People are, I don't know. I don't know the answer to this. I don't know if theater is a sport. I would say that theater is uh, an ensemble and not a team. Yep. So that would maybe differentiate from a sport. And you are awarded perhaps a Tony uh, at the end of things, but you're not like, if, if Tara and I are in noises off, I'm not like out to get her and win the Tony away from her and ruin the show doing so. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I, I have a good, uh, I have a, a person that rang in that said something that I just thought, and I want to put it on the board. I would assert that having the word sport in the name does not make it a sport. I might go so far as to say that makes it that, that thing less likely to be a sport, which I agree. So like in the case of e-sports, mm-hmm. they're basically saying like, okay, we know it's not a sport, but it's an electronic sport. Know what I mean? Like they're saying like, we know that it's not the typical qualification for a sport. So we'll put sport there. So everyone knows it's a different style, which I think this is absolutely right. That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, this is, this is, this could go on and on. I do think though, in order to get a definitive answer for this, sh- not a show, yeah. we have to say, we have to say that yes, physical, physical exertion is often coupled with a sport, but that doesn't mean it's the only kind. Mm-hmm. And what else? I think key key elements are: is it competitive in the way that there is uh, at at this event that you're seeing right now? Mm-hmm. People doing this thing that may be a sport or not. Will there be someone who wins and someone who loses? Is there 
a group of people who will neither win or lose, who are just there watching. Your your fans, your audience, your what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, extra bonus if there's like points at all, or some sort of measurement system of of uh, success or failure. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, uniforms. <laughs> we gotta have uniforms. Yeah. We gotta have uh, Twizzlers at the concession stand, or it isn't a sport. Mm-hmm. Those are rules. Uh, if any of these things are ring, if they're ringing true for you, give us some hearts and likes, or feel free to write in the comments to our live streamers. We definitely think we're on to something, but we're not positive. This is a definitive answer. It seems like this might be as all languages an ever changing definition. Yeah, but I don't know. Uh, we're not. We're not all about definitive answers as so much as we're about like uh, plucking <laughs> out possibilities. Yeah, we're just floating. We're just floating them out. Y'all, we're just having some fun and floating them out. Look at this float. And I think I think that's the, boy, I really, this is a great question though, because I'm really trying to figure it out. I remember being really steamed in high school when like, I don't know, like varsity track would get a letter, but then the theater department wouldn't. So it felt like, oh, that's, that's too bad. But I don't know that I thought like I, you know, they deserve it. I just thought that's too bad. But now it sounds like it's more inclusive. And that people can get letters for all kinds of stuff. Time out. Most importantly, does anyone still wear varsity jackets? That's outdated, kind of, right? There, there might be somebody that does. But I feel like that's a thing that's very, like, 80s, 90s, too. Unless I'm forgetting something about, like, the old aughts or teens here that people were, like, loving those jackets. No, now all the kids get online achievements for their high school accounts. <laughs> so they just rack up achievements and that's that. Mm-hmm. No jackets required. No, you know, kids, they won't wear a jacket going outside, even if it's cold. They're gonna be like, You gotta wear a coat. Man, I'll tell you what, when I was a kid, I hated wearing jackets. I think it's, I think your body's so hot as a child, you're just, you're just a tiny little flame that needs to go play in the snow. It doesn't matter. I mean, like, I'm not saying I got, didn't get cold. But like I remember being like, I don't want it. I think it was like it, you can get maximum movement out of like a snowsuit. Mm. I need maximum movement to make the snowman I, sled. I, I grew up where there wasn't enough snow, so I was always I was always cold, so I, I would wear I would wear my coat. There was so much snow here. I mean, in Midwest, it's like snow town. So like, man, we we definitely had tons of snow. But like my nephews now that are that are pretty young, always run outside with no jackets, and they're like, peace. Everything's fine. And we're like, put on a jacket. But they're wearing like soccer shorts and a, a you know, like an Under Armour t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> they better be on fire. Yeah, they're on fire. They're on fire. That's just the way it is when you're a kid. How do we feel? How do we feel, crowd? Does that feel satisfied? We don't know. The answer is just it look. Look. <laughs> these are these are toughies, I think, on the live version, don't you? Yeah. I mean, we did this surprise show. Not a show. Not a show. And these are three toughies. I have I have an easier one coming to you. Are you ready for it? This is our third question. This is our third question, everybody. So get ready. And I definitely need answers from our viewers. Uh, and I, of course, should encourage everyone that is listening to this as a podcast. If you have strong opinions on this, you can always write us and let us know those strong opinions. At some point after we've done multiple episodes, many, many episodes, we might reflect back on the ones that had the most controversy. 
So we're pretty excited about that too. So please send us emails if you have strong opinions about any of these things. As always, we're produced by Nest Theater in Seabus, Ohio. So if you want to throw them a little bit of a coin, they are looking to stay afloat after COVID-19. And uh, boy, if you're enjoying this, it's not a show debate. Uh, we just want you to, we just want you to throw them a couple bucks of love. How about that? Yeah. So that's the fun of it. I, I, I have a final question for us, Rants and, and, and viewers. Thank you viewers also for ringing in and everything. And don't, don't be, uh, don't be afraid to hit those uh, interact buttons and comment. You're, you're doing so many great comments. I'm reading as fast as I can. Cool. Our third question, Rants. All right. Is from Kara Pittman in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Unicorn horn or horse tail for the rest of your life? Unicorn, Unicorn horn or horse tail for the rest of your life? Unicorn horn. Yeah, and really talk this one out with us, will you? Mm. I think that I think it answers itself. Thank you, everyone, for coming out tonight. What the hell? <laughs> what happened? I was not even done typing in the question. What's going on? <laughs> I think unicorn horn definitely. Can you say more? <laughs> I wouldn't. Uh, I wear pants. It'd be hard to have a horsetail just like in your pants or hard to adjust your pants just right to accommodate a horsetail. Assuming that I would have a horsetail on my butt and a unicorn horn on my head. Oh, yeah. It doesn't say that it's on your face or on your butt or back. It does say which one do you want for the rest of your life. I'm going to go. I'm going to take the opposing. I'm definitely taking the oppose. Well, and I'm 100% going horsetail. And probably where you'd think it should go. Why? I'm definitely going horsetail. Why? Because okay, so let's let's pace through since you were so like it's this obviously. Mm-hmm. Unicorn horn is probably going to prevent you from doing some things that would be generally comfortable as a human. Meaning, like, let's say you want to sleep on your stomach, you can't anymore. You've got a horn on your head. Let's say you want to drive a car, only convertibles, pal. Let's say that. You don't want to walk down the street and have a kid play toss across at your at, <laughs> at your horn. You know what I'm saying? Now, if I have a horse tail, I'm I'm probably perceived as like just a quirky neighbor that has a horse tail. I also think that you can probably cut a hole in any pair of jeans that would basically pull through the tail, so you just have like a tail out the back. It wouldn't be the best, but it'd be like having like basically like a crystal gale long hair ponytail no can you imagine how like think about think about this okay so tara and i are married and how do you you tell them it's it's important (laughs) and uh think about this like when i like uh lean over to say goodnight or something and i lay on your hair yeah on accident and you're like ah like you'd be doing anytime you got into a car you'd be potentially pulling your own tail as you sat on it Every time you get into the car, you're costing us a sunroof, bro. You're ripping it to shreds. You're like, and then we suddenly have like a giant. I mean, this, this, I assume unicorn horns are like very strong. I don't think you're like soft antlered. I think a unicorn horn is like, let's go. So you're, you're a narwhal piercing everything you sit near. Think about how much you hate being tall on like an airplane and then add. Oh, I know. Add like eight to 10 inches of horn on your head. What are you going to do? Think for you how com- how uncomfortable the chairs are on airplanes and think also you're sitting on your tail nub 
the entire time. You're not sitting on your tail nub though. Think about a horse's butt. Everyone just get it in there. Just everyone just like get a good picture of a horse butt in your head. The the tail is placed above the the like crack. So like yeah. you're not sitting like you're not sitting on your tail. You're like probably resting on the. It's probably at the like base of your tailbone, basically the tailbone. Yeah. Okay. You don't think that would be uncomfortable going against the back of a chair or going against the the base of the chair? I don't think dogs are uncomfortable when they like sit back in a chair. They don't have horse tails. They have dog tails. <laughs> also, they're they're sitting like dogs. You're sitting like a you're sitting up and on it, not like out where the tail is free. Okay. Oh, fair. I see. So, like horses are standing on four legs down. Yeah. There's no pressure on the spine, which is fair. Like we have beagles, beagle boxers, and there's like a thing that get if like if they sit back on their tail, they can actually injure their tail as beagles. I don't know why it's specific to beagles. But it's like a thing that they told us about when they were puppies, which they haven't, luckily. But you can, like, sprain your tail. So is that what you're suggesting? I'd sprain my tail? Yeah. I mean. Or you'd sit so uncomfortably for, like, just picture. Let's just say it's a, a four-hour flight. It's It would suck. Where I would have, like, a shot. <laughs> Actually, you know what? It would be better. Because here's what happens. When I'm on a flight, yeah. I, I, like, I can't lean back very far uh-huh. because the airplane seats come up to about here. So my neck is all the way back and like broken. So I like to lean forward on the, on the chair, but it's like too far. So I would just have my horn and I would just be like conk. And I'd be like, I'd center it on the back of the chair and I'd still be far enough away. I would think I'd be more comfortable on a flight. Okay. But we can't base this only on flights. Okay. <laughs> this is starting to become your grimace conversation where you were so sure that grimace was a milkshake we got away from the original question which was what does purple taste like and now now we're talking about airplane travel and which one is more important for that now we have other life to live we have other life to live as a horse tail or unicorn head i just think there's a lot more that you do with your face that you wouldn't like think of like someone just wrote how would you how would you wear a hat which is a great question. I guess you wouldn't, unless it has a hole in it. Like the, you couldn't wear a brimmed hat because Backward would, baseball cap, boom, hat taken care of. What's next? <laughs> what's next? But here's here's what some people are saying: you could swat the flies and mosquitoes with your tail. It could do stuff. Whereas the 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 horn may not have the same properties. Um, oh yeah, watch this. Oh no. Say, uh, point point your finger at me and say, stick them up. Stick them up. Oh, oh, please, please. I don't have any. Blast. Sting, sting, blam. Your toast. Sting, blam. (laughs) I don't know if unicorns have these sounds. How about this? Uh, Oh, I'm going to bring these. uh, Oh, I got these these things. I'm going to bring them over. Oh, I'm going to bring them over and like to your house. And I'm going to let you know I'm here. Oh, no. uh, How do I ring the doorbell? Oh, I got it. Use my old spike to ring the doorbell. So you're definitely using it as a resource. You're not embarrassed about it, and you're not worried about hiding it. You're a unicorn head. Hell no. Just out there. Out there. Out there. Living that life. Use it. I'd be be like, I'd charge kids to play toss across. Okay. But no, what about this? What about poachers? They're definitely coming from your horn. They're not coming from yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. can use a gun. You'd be dead in a second. I think this is a, a great thing to bring up, which is that if you're a, you have a unicorn horn and you're probably human, you are toast. You're toast. If I make it to adult with this horn, that means I've been training all my life. Gee, 
head stab, head stab. One of our, <laughs> Goggy, one of our viewers says, everyone would want to touch it. And I actually don't know which one this is in reference to, but I think you're right about both. Probably both, yeah. I think if you have a horse tail, I mean, there's not tons of advantages of having a horse tail. I just think it's something you can, this is, this is the difference. Yours is, do I have an advantage with a horn? Mine is, I think you have less, like, less notoriety with a horse tail than you do with a unicorn horn. Like, I think you could, you could definitely hide it better. Yeah, you could hide it. You could tuck it into your pants. I, I wouldn't. I would leave mine out loud and proud. Just swiping flies away and kicking around. I mean, tails also tell people how you're feeling. That'd be bad at a networking conference. <laughs> yeah. Like, what if I walk up to somebody I don't like, some some mean oh, yeah. and I'm like, oh, hey, Jim. And I'm like, purr, purr. like my tail's like just, oh, my tail's blowing. Yeah, you know how like, you know how like your your a horse's tail kind of lifts up a little bit when they fart? Like, what if you're like trying to hide a fart, but your tail just goes like, <laughs> and then everyone's like, Oh, I bet it was Tara. It was probably me. <laughs> I mean, like when it comes down to it, pretty tell tell telltale. Oh, mm. telltale! Do you think that's what telltale means? Uh. <laughs> Do you think? Oh my gosh! There's so as much far as like swatting flies and stuff, it's taken care of. I don't have hooves. I can swat flies with my hands. What if you did? What if I did? Yeah. What if, it, what if you? We all get the things that go with these things. Like you and I both have hooves for hands. Oh no! <laughs> and and then you have a horn, and then I have a tail. Then what? Well, here we are. Here we are. Come on in. Another question for another day. <laughs> okay, we'll call it there. We'll call it there. I. This was a delight. Three questions tonight. We did a surprise one. I'm so glad you all came by. I can't believe you came by. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for coming out and, and checking it out. Uh, like we said, this is a this is this is not a show. It's not a show. Mm-hmm. It's a podcast, and uh, this one happens to be streaming where you can chime in as well. We like doing them both ways. Uh, standard old uh, listen listen only podcast, and then some streaming live ones. Yeah, it's been really fun. We're like. We're churning out a bunch so that people can subscribe soon and just listen to a bunch of them. Uh, We promise the dumber the questions, the quicker they get to air. That's what we're trying to do, right? Like the dumber or the most controversial are going first. We're here. We're ready to to talk. We're so excited about it. Thank you for being here, everybody. Yeah. What a a dumb ball. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We're very very delighted to do this work. Thank you for letting us do it. Thank you for listening to this thing. It's not a show, but you listen to it anyway. It's not a show. Uh, you're cool.